Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Tom, and you're checking out episode number four of the Floatcast. This is a podcast all about floating, float tanks, isolation tanks, whatever you want to call them. The floating industry as a whole, and uh, once I have clients in my float center I'm opening up, I'm going to have them come on the podcast if they want, and, and they can talk about their experiences and everything. Uh, you know, if it was their first time floating or if it was their, you know, 20th time floating. It doesn't matter. You know, anybody that wants to come on the podcast that comes and floats is always welcome. And, uh, also I've had a couple other float centers from around the country contact me, uh, recently about coming on the podcast as well. So I'm going to Skype them in. And, uh, I mean, I'm either going to Skype them in or a couple guys are semi local and I'm going to go out there and check out their, uh, check out their float center and then have them on the podcast. So looking forward to that. Uh, my, my float center is coming along pretty well. Um, right now it is, when is today? Today's October 14th, and I'm looking to have my grand opening on November 15th. Um, very excited about it. Um, before I, my grand opening, I'm gonna have, I'm inviting, I'm inviting friends and family at first, and then, and then I'm gonna expand it to people that have been really, uh, really, you know, contacting me big time and really uh looking forward to floating i've been contacting them about <clears throat> coming in for a preview float and checking out the float center before i open to uh you know kind of number one give them a, a preview of what they're going to see and number two for me get their get feedback from them on, on what they think of the float room and of the uh the post float room um my waiting room might not be done at that point but uh eh, you know what, I, I figure I'm really excited about having pe- people come in, and, uh, you know, I, I'm also excited to do it myself, so I think that one of the reasons, I, I've realized this, one of the reasons that everybody who owns <clears throat> a float center loves floating so much is because the amount of work that it takes to build a float center is amazing, I, even just moving the tank, moving the tank, and my tank is, is fairly easy to move, it's in three parts, there's a bottom, a bottom outside, I guess you could call it like a shell, and then there's the inner liner, which um, I'm sure is standard. And then there's the top piece, you know, just the top lid that goes on it. Um, and it's not, it's heavy, but it's more awkward than it is anything else. And, uh, you know, it, it's definitely a pain in the neck to move around. But fortunately, I have my wife, who's all in now as far as the flow place goes, and is helping me out big time. And she, she helped me move it downstairs. I have the the bottom liner down the bottom outer piece and the liner downstairs and um I had everything I had everything set up the other day I was testing it I had some water in the tank just enough so I could turn the filter on which is still about 8 inches of water I mean it's a lot of water but um I had about 8 inches of water in the tank just enough so I could turn the filter on and turn the heating mechanism mechanism on and obviously I wanted to test it's all new filter and everything and new lines it's the same pump that that I got you know, it's a used tank. It's the same pump that I got with the tank, but I put a new filter and new elements and all new lines and everything. Um, but I wanted to hook everything up before I put the salt water in because obviously you want to test for leaks. And I also wanted to make sure my heater worked as, as it should, which it doesn't, by the way. Um, my, my tank has a solid state heater, which is about, uh, it's about 20 inches wide and about 30 inches long. It's not quite the length of the tank, well, not even close to the length of the tank, but it takes up a lot of the, the actual bottom of the liner. Um, it's pretty, pretty effective at keeping it warm. And mine is actually very effective at keeping it warm because my 
temperature, my thermostat doesn't switch off on the high end. So if I set it to 94 degrees, it goes to 94 degrees and then keeps going to 95, 96, 97, whatever. And I stopped it at, at 90, whatever. I actually was testing it at 90 and it kept going to 94 and it didn't turn off. And I took the sensor pad out itself and I rubbed it with my hands. You know, I gave it one of these. You know, like a chili. Warm, warm the little guy up. And, uh, still the thing never switched off. So, obviously my thermostat is bad. So, I'm happy that my heating element itself works, but it thinks that I have to get a new thermostat, but it's not the end of the world. So I, I found I can get one for a, uh, I have a 500 watt heater. So I'm gonna get one that's made for an aquarium. And, uh, and I'm just gonna get one made for an aquarium that plugs right in. And, and, you know, that's it. it takes care of that. It has out of, same, same kind of idea as the other thermostat, only it's new and it's digital, and it's probably a lot more accurate than the one I had anyway, so I'm probably doing myself a favor by that one breaking. But, that's okay. Um, the floor came, the, uh, that I was ranting and raving about, and it's fantastic. I love the way it fits and everything. It looks great. I'm really very, very happy with it. We'll see how it holds up long term with the salt. I think it's gonna be okay, just because it's made from recycled tires. And, you know, figure tires are made to go in, in this, you know, rain and sleet and snow and all that other crap. And that goes along with snow is salt that they put on the roads and sand and all that, and rocks and anything else pretty much you could think of. People throw out their window, you know. So, uh, oil. People drive through oil on those things and, and you know, still, they still are okay. So, I think the floor is going to be okay, but I guess time will tell. Um, as far as cleaning it goes... The, uh, the company just recommends like a light detergent, like a Dawn or like, a, you know, something like that. So I just, I cleaned it the other day and I gotta tell you, it cleaned up real nice. It looked, it looked real good. You know, just a black, nice black floor and it has a lot of like light blue specks on it. So it's gonna look, it's gonna look very good. I had a couple people that were kind of iffy about me doing the floor because it's dark colored and they kind of had the idea in their head that it was gonna be dark and, and look gloomy in the room. But it doesn't. It looks, it looks real good with the room. So. The floor is down, all the sheetrock's up, the room is painted, the electric is run, uh, the drop ceiling is in. What a pain in the neck that was, because since the room is in the basement, I really wanted to keep the, uh, you know, the headroom at the highest I could. So I only, like a jackass, I only gave myself maybe four, three inches, three inches I'm gonna say, of, of room between the ceiling where the, the bottom piece of insulation comes down and where the tile goes in. So while it's not a big deal getting the tiles in, it's a little bit of a pain in the neck, but it's not at the end of the world. When I went to go put the lighting in, that was a nightmare. I originally was going to do hi-hats, but I don't have the clearance because I don't want to break up the insulation. I don't really have the clearance to put the hi-hats in above. You know, I don't have the, the seven inches it requires. So I decided to get... Uh, little puck lighting like you normally see in like kitchens or sometimes in bathrooms like under cabinet lighting like little puck lighting You plug it into an outlet and it has a dimmer on it and um, and that's it. So I, I bought two strips of those And I mounted them in the ceiling tiles, which is fantastic. It really looks good. I'm very happy with it But putting them in was a nightmare because the ceiling tile like I said is so close There's no clearance and I didn't I, I didn't plan ahead and mount it before like I should have and done myself a favor I'll know that for when I do the other room because I didn't do the other room yet, but doing it in that one room was a nightmare. But basically, I already had run the electric for the hi-hats. I had it on two different switches in the room. So now instead of running the 
um, electric to hats. I ran the electric to regular outlets, and then I just plugged the puck lighting in the outlets, and then I had the puck lighting on two different switches on the room. So when I walk in, I can turn on one strip or turn on the other strip. So I think it should be good. Um, yeah, the room. I'm, I'm pretty happy with the room that came. Pretty happy with the way the room that came out. With the way the room came out, can't say that. Um, hopefully by the end of this week, I should get water in a tank with salt in it and float. And I'm very excited about it. The only thing I'm really waiting on is, um, my plumber has to come back and just hook up the water for me and just, uh, we have to put the vent outside for the, uh, for the sump. You know, you have to drain, vent out the, uh, the gas. And I have to run the, and this is gonna be a pain in the neck and I'm talking about it like it's nothing. Um, I have to run the vent out for the exhaust fan, which is a four inch thing that I have to run, which isn't a big deal running it through my basement, cause I obviously have a lot of room, but, um, I have a slight overhang, it's like three feet on my house, that I have no idea how I'm gonna get the outside connector connected to the hose through that thing. My, my, you, you would need like inspector gadget arms to get your arm in there, and I, you know, Obviously, don't have inspector gadget arms, so I don't know what I'm going to do. But I'll figure it out, and I'll let you know next time on the podcast, which I don't know when that's going to be. And I apologize that this one has been so long since the last one. But uh, I've just been really trying to put all my efforts into really getting the room done because uh, obviously nothing is better than floating as far as, uh, you know, for the floating industry, nothing is better than floating itself. So trying to get trying to get it going. But, uh, you know, once that once that's done... Once there's water in the tank, and uh, my own, I, I get my plumber back, and uh, takes care of everything, and we can float. Like I said, I'm gonna start inviting people, primarily uh, people that I know, and people that have really, really been very eager about floating. I'm gonna call them first and, and email them first about getting them in, and then uh, probably around the first or second week in November, I'm gonna open it up to anybody that wants to come in. Well, not anybody. I'm gonna open it up to uh, anybody on, anybody that signed up for my phone list, cause I had a phone list at one time, or I have about, uh, you know, I have some people signed up there. And then, uh, I'm gonna open it up to the people on Facebook and Twitter too. And then I'm gonna change, you know, th- and then the second week in November or so, I'm gonna change my brochure and start handing those out and really, really start going out and handing out even more and, and getting the word out there and, and hopefully get it, people in, you know, starting mid-November and, Hopefully it's consistent. You know, hopefully a lot of people come. I think, I think we'll be okay. But we'll see. I think the room came out real nice. You know, everybody that has seen it so far said that it came out real nice as far as the color goes. Um, it's like a very, very faint light blue. Um, you know, the, the, the post float room is something that I'm still kind of up in the air about. And the one thing I'm up in the air about is the floor. And it may sound weird, but it's a concrete floor, and I basically have a couple options. One, I could order more rubber and get more rubber from that place, which is would look great, obviously, but the shipping on that is expensive. That is the one downfall of that stuff is when I bought it, the shipping was just as much as the floor was. So I don't know if I would do that. I could do that, though. That is an option. Um, or I could get carpet, or if I wanted to, I could get... Um, or I could just paint the, the the concrete that's there and then get a large area rug and then put the area rug down. Which the one thing I like about that is that 
if there's any issue with it getting dirty or if there's any for some reason issue with the salt getting on it or, or whatever the case is, I can roll it up, throw it in the garbage can. Well, not it would need a big garbage can for that. Throw it, you know, get throw it out, and then uh, buy a new one. And it may sound weird, but you know, it's kind of one of the things I like. But then I have the issue of the stairs because going down, going down into the basement where the float room is, um, the stairs are concrete, so I need to cover the stairs with something. Um, I do have enough rubber left over from the floor because I send it in 15 foot strips and I need uh, 12 foot strips. So I actually do have enough rubber left over to cover the steps if I wanted to. So I'm toying with that idea. Um, I'm not really too sure. As weird as it sounds, I'm pretty confident whatever I do is going to look good. I just don't know what I'm going to do yet. So far, everything that, that, that we've thought about doing and everything that we've done has, has come out okay. So, you know, I'm sure it's going to look good. I just, I'll let you know next time what we, what we end up doing. But, um, yeah, you know, very, very excited about getting people in and, uh, very excited about the, the other float centers around the country that have contacted me. Uh, Serene Dreams, uh, in New Jersey, they, they did a float center of the week. They, they contacted me, uh, about a week and a half ago about coming on and they were kind enough to actually send me a gift certificate and invite me down to their center to come check it out. And, and, and I can't wait to do that. I just, I gotta find the time, guys. I'm, I'm gonna do it. I just don't know when, but I promise you I'm gonna get there. Uh, my wife wants to come too, so we're both gonna come there and, and enjoy a session. And, uh, the main thing for us right now is getting this thing done, and then, uh, we're gonna have to find a babysitter <laughs> and, and head out, head out there. But, uh, we'll get out there soon, I promise you. I'll email you soon. Um, yeah, that's it, guys. I'll, I'll try and get another one done in the next week or two and put up some pictures. And, uh, yeah. Thanks for checking out the Floatcast. Uh, email me at Tom. I know my email has changed a couple times and I apologize for that. Um, I'm gonna try and stick with Tom at the float. If you still, if you sent one to the other one or if you want to send one to the other one, Tom at gmail.com, you could do that. Or, I'm sorry, the float place at gmail.com, you could do that too. Um, yeah. But that's it guys. Thanks for checking out the Floatcast. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Have a good day and take care friends.